we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We are ready for your weekly babadoo. It's me, Eddie Estrada, here with my co-host and roommate, Kelsey Corley. Hey, Kelsey, how you doing? I'm good. Enjoying the summer weather. The summer weather is very hot. It's definitely not the ski that we're seeing in Colorado. It is blazing hot down here in uh, the South Bay of Los Angeles. <laughs> And I'm going to probably hit the hot tub after this. Those steamboat springs <laughs> made me uh, crave the hot tub. So who knows what's going to happen this this evening. Um, we're here to talk about the latest episode of Southern Charm, which if you guys have not watched, pause. I mean, you can listen to this, but you really need to watch because it was a great episode. I mean, don't push it. It was the best episode so of, far. Of it's, this season. It's been a crap season. Yeah, let's, so. let's talk about that. Before we get into the, the actual episode, let's talk about this season because I think we have the same kind of sentiment that like Southern Charm used to be like, oh my God, the best show Such ever. Such high drama. So amazing last season with Trashley and T-Rav. Like I was living for it. And now it's kind of like, I think the problem is, is there's no real villain. Yeah. Like T-Rav is like an ominous presence. And then you have Trashley who's like, not even an enemy. She's just like a gnat keep coming in. Yeah. Like, there's no villain. And we, I think we kind of saw the formation of possibly a villain this episode. With Madison, yes. With Madison, which is I think what the show needs because right now it's kind of very like stagnant and it's like boring because it's like, okay, well, they're just living their lives and just like kind of hate And I think girl. there's also a lot they can't show in that lawsuit um, and in the custody battle. They actually... I read in the court papers because as you heard in our Potomac podcast, I learned how to research court cases this week. And in their court papers, there's in their suit against Bravo, there is a specific scene that Thomas was specifically trying to get cut because it was a scene of Catherine talking to her children about the rape allegations. Oh, really? Which that's something the viewers would have loved to see, but that's also super deep and kind of damaging to the children. I mean, I guess, how are you going to explain it? But at that age, do you have to? There's a lot of questions. I don't think I would have wanted to see that. I, but that that would be a lot more drama. If they it were able to talk about the allegations more fully, that's why everyone's, asca- everyone's a scared. They're afraid of getting sued. So yeah. people are afraid to talk about it. And I think people also didn't want to give Ashley any more of her 15 minutes than she deserved. And that also took away from the drama of the show. I think no one's thinking in the best interest of the show. On a lot of the Housewives shows, you have at least one Housewives who knows. They've got to make it work. Yeah, be friends be with the enemy. Bring them on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Teresa has been Stir really the pot. sticking it with Danielle Staub these the past few seasons just for the blow up that's going to happen this season. Mm-hmm. You know, they know you have to, like, you know, play with the devil to get the, you know, to get the gold. So... That's a new one I just made up. Wow. Play but with also the devil none the of them, except for Craig, are really willing to stir the pot and no one takes Craig seriously enough for it to matter. Yeah. And Craig is like actually doing like heavy lifting in this season. I agree. He's actually kind of the one that he's like a, uh, like a Dorinda sometimes where she like pushes the, like, you know, pushes mm-hmm. the storyline. There's a lot of these like 
Bravo characters that are really good at keeping the storylines going. They under Giselle Bryant is one of yes, them. Yes, a master, a master. Lisa, Lisa um, we we're talking Lisa about Rinna. other people. Eve, Patricia, actually, I would say is yes. a pretty good, yeah. um, producer. Yeah, as I would say, but she has, has barely been in this season. She was in for fifteen seconds this episode total. I I I think. They're trying to go younger, but with Southern Charm, you need the mix of the old and the young. I don't, I don't know what's going on with it. The whole Eliza edition is it didn't work really, out. Really, I mean, literally, this episode she was just sleeping the whole time. I get weird vibes from the boyfriend, Don. Weird vibes. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, you know, Let, let's get into the episode because I, I think our sentiments also will be explained further while we talk about what happened this episode. Um. It starts off everyone waking up after the weed dinner and, you know, they got that weed hangover. Well, it really starts off with Craig's, what Craig says really hangs over this episode, I think, in the yeah. end of the promo. He says, Stoned Shep is a left's angry Shep because the Shep we saw last episode was great. That's the Shep I would love to see every episode. You know what I mean? Giggling, happy. And I never thought of Shep being as so angry, but Craig's right. He is. He I, totally and we is. definitely see it at the end of this episode. Yeah. But that was sort of an ominous uh, like portent yes. of what's to come. Yeah. And so that that's that said. And then we have um Austin and Madison in bed together. So Don's trying to find Eliza. Like he's like, Where's Eliza? Like <laughs> so we which is, which is bizarre. Weird. It's the morning. Yeah. He's like, Where did she go? I can't find my girlfriend. So he's going going everywhere and then Finds Austin and Madison in bed, and he's like, oh, good to see you guys back together. You know, producers were like, can you go in there? Yeah, they're like, we know something's happening in that room. Please go into that room. Maybe Eliza wasn't even missing. Maybe this was just a No, she, uh, she said that she was, that the hot water wasn't working in their room, so she went to a different room. Oh, that makes sense. That's, yeah. That's a that's a, a Valid real, reason. Yeah, I would do the same exact but thing. But they just saw him wandering around. They're like, oh, perfect. They're like, go into Austin Madison's room. Um, they're not together. They said they just wanted to um, cuddle. Um, but Which whenever, we all know what that means. Yeah, that's a little hanky-panky. We don't want anything. Uh, then we have everyone just like downstairs. And every time Madison is speaking, Shep is like physically disgusted. Because he's not high anymore and he can't take it. He's like, he cannot stand even her presence. And also he knows she and Austin spent the night together. And we he has such a problem with I know he they does. keep trying to make it seem like he has a crush on Madison but I really I, I think he really has like a visceral hate for her no I don't think there's a crush at all I think he just finds her as like because the worst we've seen like Chelsea turned him down and that's not what he did to her you know what I mean he didn't shit talk her no not at all at all he like still tried yeah it was I don't think it's a crush at all. It doesn't seem like that. I don't think if he was a crush, he would be making plays. We've seen what his crushes look like. You know what I mean? He doesn't think a boyfriend is going to stop him as much as he said that, um, when he made the move on Chelsea a couple seasons ago, he said that he didn't like their relationship wasn't defined and that's why, which I think is bullshit. I think if their relationship was defined, he still would have tried because he, wanted her you know what i mean and shep's a rose he's never been told he can't have something he wants well that that boy well you know something who someone who does get what he wants is whitney because he decides to leave the house because he's so embarrassed that the story of him and Catherine came out and he was attacked for it 
Um, sad. I get he's a producer. I get he wants to be removed from the show, but like then don't hang out with your friends on the show while you're on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why they bother. I don't know why they don't just have him be like a friend up. I guess he kind of is. There's no like they don't define that to us, but like but, Naomi is not a main cast member. Well, clearly she's She hasn't on. been. I'm trying to remember who else. Like when Landon was on, she was a main cast member only her second season. She was just a She was a friend up first. Yeah. So it, but it's hard to tell. It's because we don't have the housewife like mm-hmm. apples or diamonds in the exactly. front. So we don't know, but like you can kind of like tell. Danny, just a friend of, but you wouldn't know watching this season. I mean, I think Danny deserves more. I don't think Danny wants more. I think like everything that she's involved in this season was like was enough. so real that like you know do you know what I, she's not putting it on for the camera. That was this is real life. arguments, real stuff because she's doing the show mainly to support Catherine. Um, let's talk about when they go to the Springs. So they go to what I guess Steamboat Springs is famous for, which are these like hot spring hot tubs, which I've been thinking about because I'm going to go in the hot tub after this. But, <laughs> um, Austin and Madison have like a deep conversation and it's revealed here on the show that Madison's a single mother. But if you guys follow anything on anything, we've known that she's been a single mother for a while. Um, and Austin obviously knows this kid. Um, but Madison's like, I can't be in a relationship with you if you just want to go out and sleep with all of Charleston, like, and expect me to be home making you dinner. And then you go out with your friends and you do the thing like, mm-hmm. which is, I think valid. Yeah. Like, I don't think she seems crazy in this instance at all. I think she is asking for something very fair. I don't think that's Austin's. He's not at that right point now. in his life yet because yeah. he doesn't have a kid. It's not his kid. I think it's it's plain fact. It's just done. They're never going to be together. It, they're in two different separate places in their lives. He's not going to change for her. She's a social climber. Carl confirmed. Um, it's just not going to work. Um, and Shep says basically the same thing in the next scene when Madison is saying, cheer me up. Someone cheer me up. Yeah. it's. Which was so annoying. Which is what kind of sets off the whole Madison blow up. So she's like begging for attention. They're all getting ready. No one's really like downstairs because everyone's taking like their time. Like people are all separated. You have Chelsea, Dawn, and Eliza who's sleeping, like we said, sleeping on the job. Not actually part of the season. Just (laughs) collecting a paycheck. And collecting Um, some dust. Those mailbox, that mailbox money. Um, And then you have Shep, Madison, Danny and Craig in the other room. And that's when Madison's like, cheer me up. Make me feel better. And that's when her and Shep start arguing. And you, Kelsey, can you break down the scene for us? So basically Shep starts off by saying he doesn't, he agrees that they shouldn't be together because that's why she's upset, which you can see that makes her upset. And that's sort of what she expected this whole time. And um, he follows it up by saying that they argue too much and that she thinks she's such a good arguer. And it's just because basically Austin can't argue at all and basically implies he's stupid and um, follows that up with have an argument with me. I'll bury you. And that's when she's like, that's where we see where the weed would have helped in this situation. He would have been a lot chiller. He wouldn't have been as angry. Um, And this is what prompts the facts. Like Strep's like, well, I do like facts. And then Madison's like, well, you want to know facts? He's like, yes, Madison, tell me something about me. Throw you make me look bad basically. And she's like, well, I heard you gave her chlamydia and points at Danny. And Danny's like, Oh, what? 
And she, you see later on, Danny's so upset, but she doesn't start off upset. She just laughs it off. Shep laughs, laughs it off. They're like, what? You can't say things like that. And Shep does leave the room and he's like, oh, she just, um, what's he say? Madison just fucked A it fuck, up. And she said she fucked herself making accusations. Yeah, that's what Shep said. Yeah. So I, I think he's referring to the show and her ability to... Um, get viewers on her side exactly and be be victorious in this argument Mm -hmm. i also think it kind of was like i think when he said she fucked herself is like more like in this group because if you think that's true danny and shep are strongholds in this group they're cornerstones of this group they are old friends they are tried and true they kind of will regulate who's allowed in and who's not and danny's been so loyal to so many different people in the group that she has a certain um Pull? clout yeah among everyone else like they owe her Every, they, everyone owes her at least some loyalty because she, she's been a good friend to everyone she's there. a good friend to everyone and she even says that to madison she's like i was a good friend to you yeah so let's talk about madison and uh uh uh, what's her face? Danny arguing because she's like, "We well, can go chain smoke your menthols." And, and Danny's, Danny's like, like oh. "I haven't smoked the whole time I've been here," which killed me. She's like, "Well, I'm gonna go smoke the whole pack now." And then Catherine's like, well, "What does smoking have to do with anything?" <laughs> Catherine seemed so confused during that whole thing. She did not know what to say when someone else was the one that was having the turmoil. She didn't know how to comfort her. She was just like, "What?" And I think it was also. Such a big and embarrassing accusation yeah. that Catherine had no idea what to say because it was said there's no way to take it there's back. There's no way to take it back. And even Austin's like, he's not denying No, anything. as soon as he hears what he, she, she said, he's like, shit. And yeah. he says he feels betrayed, not that she's a liar. And so exactly. obviously he said that. We're not saying whether that's true or and, not. And we do find this out kind of at the end of the episode where he does kind of reveal that it was said. Um, and we'll get into that. But he tells her... You will you will say anything to get yourself off the fire, which I think is Madison. I think that sums it up in one second. Is like she's willing to do anything to get anywhere, whether it's to get her off the fire, to get her on the show, to get her with back with Austin. Yeah, I think when he said to get yourself out of the fire because she wasn't in trouble there, I think he meant more to have the upper hand. Yeah, to not because be that's it, she could have let that run. go with Shep. She could have said, okay, Shep, you think so highly of yourself. Um, I'm glad you have a healthy dose of self-confidence or something and let it be there and not stoke the flames. But she's so desperate to be on this show. She had to say something that she thought was going to be memorable because she couldn't lose the upper hand or look weak. Um, I thought Chelsea was right when she said, I'm all about confronting people, like confronting situations, taking down shit, but she's like, there's a classy way to do it. Exactly. And I, I, I think it just, and I hate to use the white trash term, but like it was very trashy the way that she tried to throw multiple people under the bus to make herself look better. Like I think she could have been a little bit more, if she wants to be like Patricia, yeah, she worships Patricia, she could have been more like Patricia and been a little bit more, I think there's also an important distinction between the white trash that I think Shep means and the white trash that 
normal people would think of. Like when Ramona and Sonia look up white trash on Real Housewives of New York, that's the sort of white trash a lot of people are thinking of, I think. But I think from Shep's perspective, he's thinking of white trash in the way that your parents would almost warn you of. Like, don't be that way because you're going to be white trash. Or for me, like my grandparents used to always say, like, that's an ill-bred behavior, which like now that I'm older, I'm like, that's (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. But what they meant was like, you act like your parents raised you right. Yeah. Which I can get behind that if you say it that way. (laughs) Yeah. So I I think that's more of along the lines of what he means is he's referring to her morals. And I think that's referring to clearly the fame hungry aspect and also clearly willing to hurt anyone and say anything just to have her minute on the show to get her 15 minutes of fame clearly to clearly use Austin I think because you can clearly see how invested he is in her I mean look at the first the very first episode with Madison he's getting her coffee he's sitting at the table she shows up dressed to the nines and he's literally taken aback by how dressed up she is because she knows it's her first day on camera and it's it's her time for her 15 minutes and even he, I think, recognizes it for the first time in that moment. And he's like, oh, I get it now. He's she's... like, oh, you look nice. Yeah, she's not looks nice for a reason. And I think Shep, because he's been raised with money and had money for so long, he's probably learned that lesson. Not in a way for TV time, but someone who wants you for, for what you can things. provide for them. And I, I, I honestly, I think that's something that a lot of people learn through their lives. I mean, I feel like I've experienced that too. Living in Los Angeles, you kind of can sniff out the people who just want stuff from you. Yeah. There's, it's a certain breed of, and that's why I called out Madison the first second I saw her. And that's why I said it to Carl on our interview. And that's why like I'm sticking, I feel like I can sense a snake because I've seen so many and I've met so many in my life that there's one or two or sometimes three things. And I'm like, ding, ding, ding. Red flag. Red flag. And Madison checked a lot of them for me. And I think, from like what you said from the first moment we saw her when she was like overly dressed up and she even awesome was like oh and she was very cold to him in that scene very cold very controlled and being someone who's been on reality tv before (laughs) um there's two ways you can be which is just 100 percent real and just living in the moment and just experiencing forgetting the cameras are there forgetting the cameras are there i mean when i did it i literally forgot the cameras were there but she knows exactly where every camera is is doing her freaking angle Mm -hmm. is saying her piece and is, you know, her pre prepared lines. Yeah. Like, I even think herself. that chlamydia thing was probably something she had in her back pocket this whole time. Oh, 100%. I mean, there's multiple things she's done this season already that she's pre planned, that she knows that she's like setting herself up to like kind of combat the others on this show. And I just want to say, though I do not, I'm not the biggest fan of. Madison, personally, I think she's great for the show. I think she's the new villain. If she can kind of keep up that and they can still keep her in the show and tied to the show somehow, um, her and Catherine are supposedly very close, so maybe Um, that'll be how... Her and Chelsea were about to open a business together. I don't... But I I don't know if that happened. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that and how they're going to make Southern Charm... Um, Good again? Get a piece of what it used to have. I think, honestly, now that you say that she's friends with Catherine, and Catherine is also kind of teetering on villain-esque this season because she's kind of throwing a lot of fits, I feel like, and people are kind of over it. Don't don't you feel that? I wouldn't say villain-esque, but I think we definitely are seeing glimpses of the old Catherine that we haven't seen in a while. But if we see Catherine 
kind of regress back to her old self not all the way but halfway i think we're also seeing Madison, her though go through the hardest moment the, of her one life. of the yeah. i mean i don't know i who am i to say whether being in an re- abusive relationship with t-rav and living in the basement of that plantation and being a a teen basically a teen pregnancy Who knows? That may have been harder than going through all this press and scrutiny. I don't know. But she's also in cases with against T-Rab for child custody, for all these different things, more than one case, being called as witnesses in the rapes and everything. So that's got to be a lot going on. And I'm sure there's a ton of press after her because of all the stuff that's going on, which is about to suck too. And everyone's ability to just pull up the court papers and read them and know what's going on in your life. And now all these horrible accusations that are being made against her. Um, it's, it's sad. I feel bad for her. No, I And do. she can't talk about any of and it really. Yeah. And she can't do anything about it on the show. She can't speak about it to anyone that she's close with because there can be repercussions legally. Um, but I was saying if her, if she pairs with Madison and we start getting a split in the group, but how dare she pair up with Madison when Danny has been nothing but a good friend to but her she's been, but and you, like a warrior for her. But that's the thing. And I, I think that's the problem is people like she's not being nice to Danny and she's been kind of like weird with Danny this entire They had season. one fight. But do you think she would like do it again? Have that fight? No. Just, they said on the after show that it was the only fight they've ever had in their entire friendship. Okay, well, I'm hoping because if she pairs with Madison and fucks over Danny, I'd be so. I think what would be most likely is that Madison patches things up with Danny. Yeah, and then they all you know just move I forward. don't foresee Catherine forsaking Danny for Madison. I think that would be really sad. Yeah, at least hope not. I, as a Stanny, <laughs> as a Danny Stanny, I love that hashtag Danny Stanny, y'all. Um, but Madison even says like fuck everyone here before she leaves Colorado. Like, she tells Austin, fuck everyone here. And I think she's not actually seated at the reunion, because we got the reunion seating. Naomi and uh, Eliza are picking up back seats. And then we have, um, I believe, Cameron and Craig in the hot seats this season. And that should tell you just how boring this season has been. Yeah, exactly. Right there, straight out the gate. Um, let's move to them outside of Colorado because Cameron, we see a good glimpse of her. Cause she left with Whitney as well. And I, I love that they painted her in the early part of this season. So you kind of questioned her love for her child, which is a messed up thing. Yeah. And I think they were doing it so that you could understand the whole full circle of it, but piecemeal. So it's really nice to then see her missing her child and clearly cherishing those moments and really enjoying being a mom. Yeah. I liked the, when she was basically saying she was like, you know, at the beginning of this year, I was trying to find a nanny so that I could, you know, get some semblance of my old life back, get, go back to work, you know, go hang out with my friends. And she was like, but I realized that's not what I want to do. That's not who I want to be. I want to be able to share these moments that I'm never going to have again. You know, she wants to go to the aquarium with her mom in Palmer, which was the cutest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And just seeing, okay, this is going to sound so gross because <laughs> I literally just became a dog person because of Kelsey. <laughs> but like seeing like, it's like a little puppy, you know, mm-hmm. like the moments with Dolly that we've had, 
Like, we're never going to get those back when she was just a little nugget. I know. You know? Yeah, it's, it's very true. I wish I took more pictures. At same. The time, I'm like, I was like, uh, I, I'm taking way too many, and now I wish I took more. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't get enough of her when she was a little little baby. Like, when I could just hold her in one arm, and now I have to use two, and she's a little rascal. Uh, but no, I, I, I mean, I know dogs aren't the same as kids, but like, it's very similar, but I, you know, I, I get it in some sense. Um, so I loved seeing that scene and seeing Cameron, um, kind of fully embrace her motherhood. Um, let's talk about Austin and Naomi's meetup because I thought this was actually very revealing and very good. Um, and this was the moment where. Austin kind of reveals that he did tell Madison. I thought it was so weird that he chose to meet up with Naomi for this. I think it's just production, but I think it it was like, huh, you guys are actually friends that didn't see that coming. I think the only reason they had Naomi was because she's the only other one in like a relationship. If you really think about it. Okay. Um, and, and Craig and Shep aren't, sound advice exactly. on the subject. I guess that's true. And she, Naomi likes Madison. Yes. Okay. So I can see why he would go to her now. It's all adding up. It's all at the time. I was like, this is weird. Like, this is weird, but it, it makes sense. Um, and he says, he's like, you know, I tell Madison everything, meaning, you know, the chef stuff. He's like, but, <laughs> but he's like, you tell Matul everything. And she's like, yeah, but Matul would never bring anything up. And he's like, that's the problem with Madison is if she's backed against the wall, if she feels like she has no cards left in her deck, she's going to bring it up. She yeah. will mention it all. Mention it all. <laughs> and so, I mean, first and foremost, if you can't trust your significant other enough to keep their mouth shut, if you tell them something very private, red flag. Yeah. Because, you know what? Do you want that in a life partner? No. No. Because that's someone who you can't literally trust with anything. Uh, I mean, that was just a red flag for me. And it, I mean, it also did prove that like Austin did tell Madison, like, I don't, I think mean, th- that didn't need to be proven. It was clear as day when he found out what was said. Yeah. He, I mean, it, it's very true. I mean, he I never feel once denied telling her, um, Madison and Catherine have a one-on-one, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Like I said, they get along. They're close friends. They're both single moms though, which makes sense yeah. of how they could bond on that. Yeah, and I I really liked when Catherine was like, I understand what she's going through. Like, sometimes when you get, like, the fuse lit, there's no going back. And they show that crazy clip of her, like, trying to attack Whitney. And she's like, you were at the thing. And it was like that. When I was nine months pregnant. Oh, my God. That's such a good. That's that's when she probably hooks up with Craig on that trip. That's great. Like, that's what we want from our Southern charm. We miss it. If Catherine can't get that nuts, can we get someone else? Um, what did you think about Catherine's like support of Madison for sticking up to Shep? I kind of loved it. Um, I did kind of like that she stood up to Shep because he does need to be stood up to. He needs to be taken down a few pegs for sure. Um, I think Cameron does to a degree keep him sort of in his place. But when Cameron's not there. But she's never around. So he does has kind of gotten on his high horse. I guess you're right. It, I did I did enjoy her standing up against him and I think he did too if you saw his face. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Ooh, someone's going toe to toe." Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, I'd love to see you try." Um so that was interesting. I'd love to see someone actually who could actually go toe to toe. With Shat? Yeah. We need another Other than Patricia. Because let's No, be an al- alpha female I think could female? still do it, but we need someone who's also highly intelligent because as misogynistic 
as Shep seems to be, he's also clearly highly intelligent and well-educated. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a female take him down, um, or at least... I think Whitney could take him down. I Uh, think um, Patricia could take him down if she had to. They just haven't been at odds. My thing with Whitney is, like, I wouldn't buy it if Whitney did it, because I find Whitney so pretentious and, like, full of himself that, like, I'm like, well, so shut yourself. Yeah, I get, I guess, it's I get like that. Pot meat kettle with Shep and Whitney. Mm-hmm. If Patricia did something to Shep, I think it would be shaken in his boots. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, I don't think Whitney, uh, Shep would laugh off Whitney, to be honest. Whitney is a beta for sure. Maybe. We've seen them get, like, we've seen Whitney go off on Craig. We've seen but Whitney. But in the scheme of things, Shep is an alpha and Whitney is a beta. You have to admit that. Whitney is not an alpha in any sense. He has money, yes, but he's still a beta. I guess that's true. There's that, his little shrimp dick trying to go around. I'm sorry. I'm done. He's executive beta producer. Yeah. (laughs) His weird ass girlfriend last season, like he's just, he's a sad little person. Mommy's money won't help you. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I'm, and I, you know, I'm going to still support you even though Ashley trashly tried to out you. On Cameo, on Cameo, I know. Can we talk about that for a second? Trashly is on Cameo for $30. Way too much. <laughs> or just enough. I but think 25 would be, that should be Trashly's rate. A lot of these people on Cameo, I mean, you can tell they set their own amounts. It's ridiculous. But, I mean, Marlo Hampton being 200 and Sonia's only 99 Yeah. Like, get a grip. Um, but... <laughs> Trashley has had had two cameos released. One was about her celebrating being the villain on Southern Charm and reveling in that and talking about, about Catherine. The second one that was released, she makes the claim that Whitney has hooked up with a man in West Hollywood, but everyone can live their own lives. Yeah. What is with Bravo and people trying to out someone as on a, every show? a weapon? Uh, it happens on Southern Charm. It happens on Summer House. It happens, it happens on, on Real Housewives of Atlanta almost every season every with season. a different hu- husband. Yeah. I don't get it. And honestly, it's offensive. Like, I mean, I was very mad at Steven on Summer House for being a gay male trying to out someone else and not understanding that, first of all, that's not okay. Well, regardless of even outing someone, who are you to share someone else's sexual Story. history? Exactly. Same thing with Madison here. That's exactly. not your place. To someone's sh- sexual history is their sexual history yeah and if you happen to know it I don't know why you know it but you should keep it to yourself exactly I I'm going to be full disclosure here I did a once a project on my friend but about his sexual history for a class but there was permission I had to get things signed I had to make sure that it was okay but it was like a class like you have to have permission and your friend was knew you were using this information exactly there's there's ways that you can use and this. knew you knew this information exactly. because when other people share your secrets then and you don't know other people know this information as we're seeing here with Austin and Madison, then it's just willy nilly out there. Exactly, you have to be very careful with people's sexual history because it is very personal and you don't know how it's tied to their current mental state, trauma that they've had in the past. Anything that deals with this, you really have to. Uh, it's look just in. frankly none of your business. Exactly. It's unless none- they're your sexual partner. It's frankly none of your business. Exactly. Unless you're getting Shep's P in your V, you shouldn't worry about what. Unless Shep's it's your P has. chlamydia, <laughs> then don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Preach to that. <laughs> Let's end with the Shep and Austin conversation because 
This another highlight of the episode, I think. Heated. Yes, it was a very good um, argument. I think it was very telling and revealing of both sides of the coin, being Austin and Shep. Yeah, I was absolutely horrified when Shep said, um, "Have you ever thought? Have you ever told her to just shut up?" Which oh no, not just shut up. Shut the fuck up. And Austin's response was, have you ever had a girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Which is great. Which we can see why all of his relationships have been fleeting. Relationship. Um, Let's talk about really quick. Um, Do you think he's dating? Oh, I totally think he's dating Anastasia. From from Below Deck. Below Deck. Y'all, you heard it here first. If you guys are watching watching Below Deck Med, third stew turned chef Anastasia. 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 I think. I can't remember. We just watched an episode. I know. We watched three episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I always get everyone's names wrong anyways. I mean, I call Carl Craig. I mean, he call, call, he is called Aisha, every name under the sun, except Aisha. I, I'm like, Aisha. I love Aisha. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's Aisha. <laughs> and I'm like, Asia? Aisha? Aisha. Um, Alicia? Yeah, we're working on it still. <laughs> it's We're workshopping it, guys. Uh, it's It's my problem. Um, but yeah, no, I think they, I think they might be because what they posted something where he was like giving a ring and all unicorn and people are freaking out over that today, but there's been, that's just them messing around. But he also posted, he's posted several other things of her on his social media. So they're clearly spending time together. I mean, they're in the Hamptons. You know what happens in the Hamptons? We've seen summer house y'all. But all right, well, let's, let's, well, let's talk about when Shep goes, Austin about Madison this is what happens when you bring someone who just doesn't fit in someone who sits in a honky-tonk bar talking to Tanya at the end of the table Tanya at the end of the bar sitting in a bar seat that looks like a saddle yeah that's how the rest of that that's, went, which I thought was that painted such a vivid picture and that's when it struck me and I was like oh I know what he means <laughs> no I 100% get what he means and it's like okay real but also like he didn't have to go that far. It was a little bit like it, it showed his wealth. It showed his ignorance and it showed a little bit of his privilege. Exactly. I will say I, it made me laugh. I mean, <laughs> for one, it I, did make me we laugh. We both did laugh. And, um, I also didn't think he was wrong. I, I okay. This is the thing. And this is like, I, and I also think his anger was coming from a place of anger on behalf of Danny because when we saw him in the first place, he was not did not he was not upset until he saw Danny being upset. Yeah, and I I my thing with this whole comment is I think it's very uh, like I said ignorant and privileged. Um, I felt bad, and my thing is is like. I think what he's trying to say here is that she's trying to get something out of Austin Mm -hmm. as opposed to being like those people are less than. I think he's trying to say she's a grifter. Exactly. I, that's what I'm trying to say is I'm not trying to be like, I don't think Shep's trying to be like, Oh, I'm up here and you're down here. Yeah. It's not, I agree. Totally. It's more of like, she's, she's out and about. She's not her standards. Her moral standards are not as high. I think he's trying to be like, she's the, the wizard. This is not the, and she's not classy. Like Chelsea said earlier. Yeah. You can, I'm all for confronting someone, but there's a classy way to go about it. And it's the same sort of thing. Like clearly 
like even Shep and Austin having this conversation, even though we said it gets heated, as heated as it gets, no one's screaming, no one gets violent. No, this isn't the Jersey Shore. And Austin's like, okay, I understand, I understand. He's mm-hmm. like saying things like, I, I get it. Yeah. And I think that for me, that was like the biggest thing was like, yo, whoa, okay. Austin's not arguing with Shep that like, this is who she is. He's more upset that he is attacking her. And uh, Shep says that Madison thinks she's the biggest, baddest, smartest in the group. And that bugs him. And Austin's like, whoa, 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 dude, that's you. You're the one who thinks they're the biggest, baddest, smartest, badass in this group. Which is true. Which is a hundred percent true. So I think that's interesting that first of all, Shep sees Madison as a peer almost. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like that where he feels like she's trying to like be on his level? I don't think he thinks that. Pe- no, I didn't mean it like as a peer, but like her trying to appear as a peer. If that makes sense. I think what made I he got mad that she thought she could go where he could go or challenged him. That's what I, I mean. agree. Yeah. Where it was like he I like that she would stand to that level where she thinks she's on that same platform that he is mm-hmm. to be like in the I same playing field. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which honestly, I don't think she is. Uh, he th- I think Shep thinks she should be just grateful to be on the show. And like we said before, not a producer doesn't get what she actually is giving to the show. Yeah. I, and, and that's the thing is I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Madison, but I'm a fan of Madison on the show because I feel like this is what the show is missing. Show is missing a villain. Someone messy. Someone messy. Someone who's not willing to, who's willing to get trashy. A Giselle, an Ashley, a Trashley, a, uh, who else? Kristen Doty. <laughs> totally. A Doty. Um, a James. A James. Yes. Um, even a Jax. Vanderpump Rules is filled with them. Yeah. It, honestly, the list Madison, goes on for Vanderpump Rules. If it doesn't Rules. work out at Southern Charm, we can get you a job at Sir. I know Peter personally. We've interviewed him <laughs> a few times. He's a good friend. Let me hook it up for you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Shep and Austin are going to be friends. I, this whole weird about yeah. like, they're not going to be friends thing. I'm just going to ignore because this is just for the show. But like I said, this was a, gr- a good, the best episode of the season, I think, so far. What do you think? I mean, I think so too. I mean, it's not saying much. We haven't had much of a good season. Exactly. And it, next but this episode one had 13, some drama, thank God. From Southern Charmed seasons past. 13th episode means we're at the end of the season. So we'll see what happens. We just filmed the reunion or they're filming the reunion. So you would think they would need a little bit more time. Maybe so two we've weeks. probably got a couple weeks, two, three weeks. I, I would say, which they'll probably do like a, so I'm thinking they'll do the finale and then they'll do like a, you know, one of those behind the scenes, unseen footage episodes that they always do. Or like a social version, and then I'll start the reunion. Because they always do like a special. But they don't skip a week for that. For the reunion? Sometimes but they do. Between, that's usually only like for holidays, or not for just like. Well, what I don't think we have two more episodes. I only think we have one more left. Well, we'll find out, won't we? I guess we will. Um, if you guys want to make sure you don't miss another one of our recaps, whether it be Southern Charm, Southern Charm, Nola, Potomac, OC is coming. We've got Dallas on the way, which... I know we're excited I'm for. so excited. Love Dallas. Um, but if you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single recap or all the other fun things we're doing, make sure you guys check us out and subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. 
And if you guys want to follow us on social media, we've been having so much fun. We've had great memes <laughs> on Twitter. We're having a blast on our Instagram. Search us at, at hot and bravo. That's H O T in B R A V O D. Kelsey, how can people find you? Baparu. That's it. And if you guys want to find me, I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. We will see you guys next time.